Welcome to the podcast of Harvest Baptist Church in Harvest, Alabama. We invite you into our sanctuary as we dive into God's Word with our pastor, Dr. Al Perringer. Seniors, uh, this morning uh, we're going to honor you and celebrate you guys. Uh, matter of fact, you are here. You're at the end of your high school career. Matter of fact, all that's left for you guys to do is walk across the stage and receive your diploma, which, by the way, I just found out, they, they give them a fake diploma at graduation. What? Right. Anyways, you're about to get your fake diploma, and then you'll be done. Uh, Micah, on the other hand, he graduated yesterday, okay? So Micah's officially done, and so he's excited about that, and so uh, congratulations to Micah for graduating uh, yesterday. Micah, uh, like what, 4900 <laughs> we love Micah. Uh, but man, listen, you guys have worked hard. This is what you guys have worked hard for the last 13 years, leading up to this moment where you guys get to graduate high school, right? I mean, you go and you come in high school as a, as a freshman, and you're excited about high school. It doesn't last long, because then you're like, I'm going to graduate, right? And so here you guys are. The one thing you know about life is, is life is full of different seasons and chapters. And as one comes to an end, another one begins. Matter of fact, here a little while ago, we saw a slideshow of you guys. We saw uh, y'all as a baby, right? And then we saw y'all as a, uh, a senior, your senior portrait, senior photo, whatever you want to call it. And we saw a bunch of photos that fill in the gaps, right? And those photos we saw, we saw uh, different seasons and different chapters, right? You got the baby photos. Uh, some of y'all were cute, some of y'all, I'm just kidding. Y'all are all cute, right? And then you saw. You got the years. You got your baby years, your toddler years, you start pulling through things, start to walk, start to put things in your mouth, and mom stops out of your hand. You get your, your preschool years, and before you got your kindergarten graduation. And at that point in time, your mom's like, slow down. Now your mom's all like, didn't we just finish kindergarten graduation? Now we're high school graduation. Right? And as soon as you get to kindergarten graduation, that's when you start really start to discover your hobbies in life. And, and you start, start getting involved in different things. You start getting involved in, you start maybe on the trials of sports. If I like baseball, basketball, maybe I try cheer or, or, or ballet. Or maybe I have a take on musical instrument. Different things you try to do, you know. And those seasons come. You try to do chapters Before you know it, you're in middle school years. Middle school is awkward. Just saying, all right. Then you get your high school years, still kind of awkward. And then now you are getting ready to finish. And one thing we know about high school graduation is a big chapter. It's a big chapter close, and starting college is a big chapter to you. And as you guys get ready to, to uh, journey out on this next chapter, I want you to know something. Okay? This next chapter can be filled with a lot of excitement. A lot of newness. Right? Some of you guys are going to be moving away, getting away from mom and dad. All right, don't smile too much, okay? All right, don't smile. All right? Some of you guys are going to uh, have to make a final decision on a decision that you just might be able to dump off on mom or dad or someone else. Like you're going to be the one to make that decision. You're going to be the one that has to live with your choices. Through your college years, you're going to have to, you're going to make new friends. Some friends just last a lifelong. If you're lucky enough, you might actually find your, your, your love of your life in college. If like, mom, look at me. We know that college can have a lot of people 
Lot to to kind of grow, but find out new things. Okay, you have a, a, a possibility to grow in your education, to grow in your friendship, to grow in your desires and passions, your uh, skills and your abilities, your love for Jesus and for others, your commitment to church, your heart for the nations, and hopefully grow into a man that God, a man or woman God has all desired. College is full of opportunities to grow. And this morning, I can stand here and I can give you. You know, hey, here's five keys. If you do these five things, I guarantee you'll have a wonderful and you'll enjoy the whole project. I don't want to give you five keys. You're going to get plenty of that orientation, those kinds of things in school about, hey, here's how you, here's how you get, make your college and enjoy your college. Instead, I want to do I want to give you guys a challenge. I want to give you guys a challenge. I want you guys, and just remind you, just because we're addressing a graduate this morning, it doesn't mean that we should tune in here okay? Alright, whenever the word of God is spoken, it's for everybody, but not just the one who might be here a little more to this morning. Right? But here's the challenge you guys give you. Three words. I'm not just talking three words, I'm not talking about that. Right? But three words. Be the difference. Alright? Be the difference. Those are three words. What do I mean by the be the difference? What I mean by that is being the difference. That's what I mean by that. Living every single day with the glory and honor. And every single day, for his glory, for his purpose, for his honor. That's the difference. What I want to do this morning is real quick, I want to look at the guy in the Bible. We're all familiar with Noah. We're all familiar with Noah. I don't want to get to the story of Noah. Uh, more so, I want to look at the uh, person, the individual of Noah, uh, the account of Noah, and kind of look at, at you know, what made Noah so special in the eyes of the Lord that God chooses Noah. And in that, what I want to do is look at three really quick things. And what we we'll do is kind of to propel us and to look at two quick points of uh, how you guys, through your college years, won't waste your college years yet. Be the difference for Jesus, no matter where you're at. So in, in Genesis, we find the story of Noah. And I'm going to give you the cliff note version for the challenge. Okay? So we're get the cliff note version of the story of Noah. So what happened was, was God was kind of, he was looking at the heart of, of the people who created what he finds, finds the world very wicked. And in doing so, we know the story that he finds the world very wicked, and he, he decides, I'm going to flood the earth, which he goes to Noah, and again, cliff note version, he finds Noah's knowledge of the ark, and matter of fact, I'm going to you and your wife, your sons and their wives, so Noah spends a long time, God tells him to build a boat, Noah builds the ark, uh, God sends the animals, but then God the story, four days, four nights, it rains, after and after that, uh, you know, there's a vocal law of God puts the rain on the sky, even the problems are plenty of old, like the But the, what I want to look at this morning is, is what made notice, why did God choose Noah? So when God was examining the hearts of people, he sees everything that he created, the people were very wicked, very evil, very sinful. And the Bible says that God was saddened by that. When he was even saddened, he even made people. Right. Now think about why he would be sad. Think about what God is looking He's looking at the very people that he created to worship him, to adore him, to be all of him. Instead, what are they doing? They're worshiping himself. They're, they're not living according to God's standards. They're looking to their wants, their desires, their own simple nature. And God sees that. He goes, I'm very sad. But in doing so, he sees one individual who is different than everyone else. Of course, we know that means Noah. It's story about Noah. But what made Noah different? What made Noah special? In one verse, we find three things about Noah. And this is the account of Noah. Genesis 6, 9. This is the account of Noah. This is what separated Noah from everybody else. 
And so it starts with Noah was a righteous man, blameless among the people of the time, and he walked with God. So Noah was righteous, he was blameless, and he walked with God. Now, now instead of righteous and blameless, uh, you know, I don't want you to say, God is, this is not referring to Noah as being perfect and sinless. Right? There's only one person who's ever walked earth, ever ever sinless, the name of Jesus. Right? Noah had his issues. Okay, go read Genesis 9 and, and you'll know what I'm talking about. Right? So uh, Noah is, is just as much sinful as you and I. Every single one of us is born in sin nature. Noah had the same sin nature. He still messed up, but he was still kind of righteous and blameless. Why? He was kind of righteous because he lived by God's righteous standards. So basically, Noah lived according to the standards of God. What was right in God's eyes, Noah lived by that. And because Noah lived by God's righteous standards, God accounted him as blameless, which basically means not that he was not sin again, but basically means that he was set apart from everyone else because he didn't live the same way as a generation around him. And if we want to be the difference in our culture, we must stand out from the... Standards, if you would, of our college campus, society. The standards that the world tells us to live by and the standards that God tells us to live by that you don't like. Right? You cannot claim to follow Christ yet live like the world. It doesn't happen. If you want to be the difference, we must take a stand and live according to God's standards. There's no one did. I guarantee you. And we know it. We see this story when he's when he's building the ark and he sounds like a crazy person, right? Building a boat, people like, no, what are you doing? Gonna rain. You know? I mean think about it. It's very, it's, it's very hard, but it takes a lot to live by God's But no one's able to do it. So the challenge morning is be the difference. And being the difference requires to live by God's life standards. And in doing so, we can be set apart in comparison with those around us. But how was Noah able to become righteous and blameless? It says the last part of the verse, says, because he walked with God. The New Living Translation, I love the way it puts it, it says that, that Noah walked in close fellowship with God. I love the way it phrased that he walked in close fellowship with God. If you want to be the difference, you've got to walk daily in close fellowship with God. Yeah. So this morning what I want to do is, is the, the, the mindset of being the difference. I'll do is two quick points. Two quick points that will help us daily be the difference by walking in close fellowship with God. So how you walk in close fellowship with God, the first thing you do, you've got to follow Him. You have to follow Him. And when I say follow Him, I'm going to give you the words of Jesus in just a minute. Right? Jesus' uh, idea uh, us following him doesn't exactly match how you and I would normally consider following him. Through your college years, you're going to be faced with many different things, many different challenges, new things that you that you've never faced before. You're going to face in college. But how we walk with God through those things is going to determine how you and I respond. And how well we follow Him daily is going to determine how we respond. How to love other people in different situations. Now, I want you to understand this, okay? When we talk about following Jesus, I'm not talking about just. We have this idea that we say, well, hey, 
I was with Jesus. I followed Jesus. And the guy that I did that, that it's, I come to church when I can. Right? And I avoid the big sins. And I do a little here, do a little there. Then I'm following Jesus. But that's not the definition of Jesus. It's either all in or nothing. But it comes to all Jesus. There is no all commitment. I'll do what I have. I'll do what I have. It's either all in. If you're a college, it's the same thing. If you don't want to wait for college, if you want to be the difference, it's either all in or Jesus. Read the words of Jesus. This is Mark chapter 8, verses 34 and 38. This is what, uh, these are the words of Jesus, okay? Call the crowd along the disciples and said to them, If anyone wants to follow after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. Whoever wants to save his life will lose it. Whoever loses his life because of me and the gospel is saved. For what does it benefit someone to gain the whole world, yet lose his life? What can anyone give in exchange for his life? Whoever is ashamed of me, in my words, in this adulterous and sinful generation, the Son of Man will also be ashamed of me. When he comes to the glory of his Father, the Holy Angels. So Jesus gives this term of denying, denying himself. And basically what this means is you and I pretty much empty of our sins. It's this idea of pouring ourselves out. I took a water bottle. I'm not really good at this. If I took a water bottle, I took a cat. I pour my water upside down. All the water poured out and empty my bottle. So now it can be filled with something else. Right? So it's that energy that we're denying ourselves. We're emptying everything we have so that we can be filled with something else. So we're emptying ourselves so we can become more like Christ. And so it's this idea of us uh, abandoning ourselves and denying Him to wholeheartedly be committed to following Him. And this is this, this illustration of taking up your cross and, and following Him. And of course, you know, we know the cross is an issue of death. And it's not really a good thing. So it gives this image of us taking the cross and carrying it. It's a symbol of us taking it and ready to, to for this idea of, of killing more and more of ourselves off, our own sinful desires, our, our, our selfishness, our pride, our wants, our greed. We're, 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 we're pushing aside, we're getting rid of them so that we can become more like Christ. Because you can't become more like Christ and hold on you can't be fully committed to Him if you worry too much about self. Because the more we give away of ourselves, the more we become more like Christ, the more we start thinking like Christ, living like Christ, loving like Christ, the more His wants, His desires for us become our wants, our desires, our prayer life changes, everything changes within it. It all starts with a daily decision that today I'm going to follow Him, I'm going to empty myself out and give Him everything I have. Following Jesus isn't easy. Never has been, never will be. Right? You wouldn't walk up to a, uh, a SEAL team recruiter's office and the officer and everybody, hey, you want to be a member of the SEAL team, huh? Yeah. Well, it's going to be easier. Right? No, you're not. You're not going to like a single thing about it. You ever work these guys go get into? No. I'm out. Right? It is never easy to follow but it is 100% important. Everything that we do is centered around Jesus. 
So how do we give a difference? How do we follow Christ? How do we walk in the day? We gotta follow. Gotta step. Gotta follow. The second thing we have to do is we have to we have to have our minds focus on Jesus. There's a lot of distractions in this world. There's a lot. And through college, you're gonna face a lot of distractions you haven't seen yet, right? And you're gonna face these distractions. So where's our mindset? Our mindset has to be focused on Christ. Uh, in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, it says this, uh, Do not be conformed to the age, but be transformed by renewing your mind, so you may discern what is good, pleasing, and the perfect will of God. Do not be conformed to the age, just say this, don't live like you. Don't be like everything else you see going on. I said a few minutes ago, you can't claim to follow Christ and like the world to live the world. And too many Christians we try to have the best of both worlds. And so we start compromising, we start putting them together, and we come up with this form of Christianity that doesn't match the Bible. But we find a scripture that says, do not be conformed to the same. Do not be like the generation around you. Don't act like the people around you. Yet be transformed or renewing your mind. Right? So our minds are not focused on the things of this world. Be the difference. You meet with your professors. Be the difference. 
When you're in the common area, all the students are gathered. Man, be the difference. Whatever it is that you're doing, be the difference and shine on Be like Noah. Don't conform to the age. Don't be like everyone else being wicked and evil. Right? It's not easy. But may we live by God's righteous things and walk daily with Him so we too can be the difference in kind of righteous and blameless among our generation. As you face your college years, you will face many challenges. But one of the biggest challenges you're going to face is staying focused on Christ and walking with Him to be the biggest challenge. Because it's an everyday thing. It's not a Sunday thing. It's not a Wednesday thing. It's not a when I feel like it thing. It's an everyday. I may not feel like it today. It's an everyday Lord. I commit myself to you. May I deny myself, take my cross and follow you. And my focus be on you, on the things of this world. So that when challenges and the problems and the troubles come, or the distractions come. I'm focused on and living my life in my college years, all for the glory of Christ. That's it. That's the challenge. Be the difference of living all for the glory of Christ. In just a minute, we're going to have the, the praise band is going to come play and lead us in invitation. And uh, my hope. My heart for you this morning is whatever God's doing you this morning, it's fine. I know this morning we, we directed towards uh, the graduates this morning and we wanted to because you guys are, are closing out a chapter, getting ready to embark on a new journey. We want to encourage you to, to be the difference. We want to challenge you guys to live for Jesus. This invitation for anybody. Whatever God is doing in your life, I pray that you respond. Maybe this whole Jesus thing is really good. And you're like, you know, I don't have a relationship with Jesus. In order to follow Jesus, you have to have a relationship with Jesus. You can't follow him without a relationship with him. You can't do it. The, the, the walk with Christ starts the day that we give our life to Jesus. That's when it starts. It doesn't end there. It starts. It's where it so I pray this morning, if you don't have a relationship with Jesus, that this morning you'll come on down while this praise band plays. And I'll be here, Alice here, Brian, so we'll be glad to talk to you and share with you uh, what it means to follow Jesus. Or maybe, you know what, you're sitting there, you know what, I have been a Christian for some time now. I, I have a relationship with Jesus, but I'll be honest with you, I'm not following him like I should. I don't deny self, I live for self. My mind is, is, is focused on everything but him. I've allowed all the things of this world to, to, to uh, uh, penetrate my mind and my heart. I just have to live for him. You know what? Take care of this There's something else that God's laid on your heart. Come take care of this one. Or nothing else. Pray with these graduates. As these guys get ready to embark on this new journey. That we pray that God guards their hearts and their minds. That they stay focused on him throughout these next years. As these guys work from coming, uh, no longer a child considered a kid, but now you guys are sitting We pray that as you walk these next years, you go into adulthood. We pray for these guys that they live for Jesus every single day. Thanks for listening to the podcast of Harvest Baptist Church. For more information, visit us online at harvest-baptist.org or find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. 
You can also find info on our children's ministry on Facebook at Harvest Baptist Children's Ministry or on Instagram at KidsQuest underscore HBC. Our student ministries on Facebook at HBC Vertical Student Ministry and on Instagram at VSM underscore HBC. We welcome you to join us on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. We are located at 8999 Waltrana Highway in Harvest, Alabama. Thanks for listening and God bless.